Good evening, I'm Paul Durienzo with the headlines. Wildfires scorched the Texas panhandle on Wednesday. Covering half a million acres, the fires grew into one of the largest in Texas history, larger than the state of Rhode Island. Part of the fire jumped into neighboring Oklahoma, with damage to communities expected to be extensive. Officials say only about 3% of the flames have been contained. And in the war against Gaza, United Nations humanitarian officials say that thousands of Palestinians are just a step away from famine by May. Russian Ambassador Nebenshia called on the United Nations Security Council to vote down a United States-sponsored resolution on Gaza. Nebenshia denounced it as a license to kill for Israel. Nebenshia said Washington bears full responsibility for the unprecedented number of civilian victims of this escalation. This is the price of the American veto in the UN Council. In related news, dozens of anti-war protesters gathered at the Israeli embassy in Washington to salute Air Force Service member Alan Bushnell, who died in flames protesting the U.S. role in Gaza on Sunday. Levi Pierpont, who went to boot camp with Bushnell, was featured on Democracy Now! Wednesday morning. From the first day that I met him, I, I could tell that he was just a really sweet person. Um, I could tell very quickly that he had a strong sense of justice. The National Director of Veterans for Peace is Mike Ferner. He tells WBAI Bushnell committed an act of resistance. Veterans for Peace believes that what Aaron Bushnell did was a supreme act of courage and compassion. Ferner was in the Navy during the Vietnam War. He says many young recruits get a dose of reality in the military. We're young and naive politically and uh, believe too much of what our government has told us about what our military does. And then we get in and find out what's really going on and we realize that uh, we're serving an empire. As diplomats continue their search for a humanitarian ceasefire in Gaza, the Israel Defense Force is ramping up the pressure in the West Bank. An IDF chief signed an order Tuesday allowing unauthorized settler outposts to become large urban settlements. State Department spokesperson Matt Miller said while the United States opposes new settlements, he demurred on the fate of current settlements. You would have the establishment of an independent Palestinian state. That would necessarily include the inability for Israel to build settlements in what is another country at that point. The issue of existing settlements, as we have always been clear, is something that would have to be discussed in negotiations between all the parties. All Israeli settlements are illegal under international law. They violate the Geneva Conventions ratified by Israel. And in national news, President Joe Biden met with law enforcement officials at the White House on Wednesday. He said crime was down and he pledged to keep Americans safe, including by regulating guns. I've taken more executive actions to stop the flow of illegal guns than any other administration in history. And we beat the NRA when I signed the most significant gun safety law in nearly 30 years. And we're going to finish the job. We're going to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines next time around because it has to be done. Conservatives blasted Biden's remarks for not mentioning crimes allegedly linked to migrants. Michigan, a swing state, held a primary last night. On the GOP side, former President Donald Trump again easily beat his only competitor, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. On the Democratic side, President Biden also swept the victory with 81% of the vote. 
But Biden's main opponent was less boisterous, uncommitted, gained over 100,000 votes, more than 13% of the total. Michigan has many Muslim American voters and liberal college towns who were urged to use their vote as a protest. White House spokesperson Karine Jean-Pierre said Democrats are willing to listen. To hear directly from the Muslim and Arab American community, and we understand how, how personal this is, uh, how this moment is incredibly painful, and we're going to continue to have those conversations, uh, and we're going to make sure that we continue to listen and continue to engage. And as I mentioned earlier before, this is why it's important to get this hostage deal. It will be accompanied with a temporary ceasefire. In 2021, Biden beat Trump by 150,000 votes. In 2016, Hillary Clinton lost by 13,000 votes. In local news, New York State Governor Kathy Hochul demanded social media stop listing and allowing reviews of illegal cannabis shops that have popped up across the state since Mary Jane was legalized. Don't be complicit in helping jeopardize the public health and the livelihoods of these legitimate business owners. What kind of cannabis marketplace do we want to have in the state of New York? One where chaos reigns and public health is jeopardized and none of these communities that have waited so long see the benefits? Paul Durienzo, New York.